Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It's time for your Impact wrestling post show for june 29 2023 i am at Joel pearl and as always my number one my ride or die the one who is not kate thank the lord cresta stars here how are you doing cresta i am doing fantastic impact tonight gave me life um as we said in the transition for those of you who didn't hear i thought that the main event promo i was with the crowd get nick all this out of here but when I said I turned my brain off, it made sense. You want to go into it as a heel because if you pin Alex Shelley, it makes sense. You can't be a face and pin Alex Shelley. That's just not going to happen. He's loved by everybody. And on top of that, when we get to it and we talk about the main event promo, this is perfect for uh, for Nick Aldis. He, as a heel, listen, when he came into Impact, people were excited. And then very quickly, they were like, we don't want to see him beat <laughs> Steve Macklin either. And yeah. if Steve Macklin, they Got the title off of him, turned Aldis heel. Now Macklin is doing his stuff with Bully Ray. That's not important right now. But instead, they're going to get Shelly and Aldis, and Aldis is very firmly a heel. And that that's knowing how to cater to an audience, in yeah. my opinion. And again, could have been in the cards the entire time, but I think if they did have to pivot, knowing that Aldis wasn't going to be the super happy, hot heel that they wanted, this is a good way to use him. I'm much happier this with this one. I loved it. It, it really was... <laughs> The British are coming. Boo, get this guy off the stage. This guy stinks. <laughs> it was good. It was good. If you overthought it, I can understand why you didn't like it. But stop absolutely. thinking. Yeah, absolutely. And as always, folks, you can leave a thumbs up here on the video. And, of course, subscribe here to Fightful.com uh, and on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Fightful Select, of course, is the best five bucks in the business. We'll talk about that one later. And if you want to support us here right now, live in the chat, you can go ahead and drop a super chat, any amount get your question statement read on the air, or you can go to humperchats.com where uh, Cresta will tell you the rest. You take your fingers and you type on your keyboards, humperchats.com. You write a comment like, hey, Joe Pearl, how come Scott Demore didn't mention you during his promo? You're his son. You leave that for us. We'll read your comment. Any dollar amount, get your comment left read on air, rather. And it keeps the lights on. It keeps us happy. We keep a little bit more happy. It keeps Sean Rossap happy. Everyone's happy. Humperchats.com. 
No bing bong for your ding dong. No? Well, I mean, the, the latter don't sponsor this show. <laughs> the bing, I was going to do the bing because uh, we got Arthur Ashe Stadium coming up in September, and I'm debating if I'm going to come or not. Well, which is another thing, by the way, if they sponsored us, I'd be able to use the thing. You know what? I'm in New York City. Arthur Ashe is right in the backyard. Yeah, fight for meetup. I'm kidding. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll figure it out. We got a lot of time before then. But for now, we should go ahead talk about the Impact Wrestling, shouldn't we? Yes. Let's start with the BTI with your favorite George Iceman. George Iceman is here, and of course, he's talking about Nick Aldis's. Actions were despicable. What was he thinking? Is there someone behind this? And by the way, I like that he said that because some news that dropped on Fightful Select might lead you to the answer to that question. Talk about that in a few minutes. He says, Nick Aldis might address the impact zone tonight. And of course he does. But what's more important is the match that came after it crest a star. Five stars. The best (sighs) match. I popped so hard, upset this wasn't the main event on the main card. Ridiculous. I need to talk to someone's manager. You should talk to uh, Zicky Dice. He was the He's referee. The ref. He's <laughs> he the did referee. his job. He did his job. Well, I don't care. Clearly not well enough. Swingman takes on Bupinder Gujar. Referee Zicky Dice pushing Swingman down to the ring. Hell yeah. Uh, listen, Zicky Dice gives a hell of a thorough pat down. You ever been to an airport and had yourself patted down to that degree, Cresta? I feel like that violates something, but no. I mean, like, you, you, you do make a good point. He made sure Bupinder was not going to pull any shenanigans for a fair fight. And a fair fight it was not. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Swingman takes advantage early. It's a quick five count, which he goes, one, two, three. And, you know. Anyway, Swingman, uh, low blows Gujar. While Dice isn't looking, I do like that they're cutting away to commentary throughout this match. I don't know if that was like a a footage issue in Uh post-production, but either way, I do like them kind of spying on commentary every once in a while. It's it's good stuff. Uh, Zicky Dice starts yelling some spots louder than John Cena does, uh, which, of course, sets up Gujar for the gargoyle spear. Zicky Dice gets in the way, says he can't do that, which clearly can. Gujar puts his hand on Zicky Dice. Swingman rolls up Gujar for the one, two, three in that order, and then... This is my favorite part. The match is over. That's fine. Tom Hannafin <laughs> throws it back to Josh Matthews in the control studio. And he says, wearing whatever mismatched shirt and tie he's wearing, and then calls Josh Matthews a former Impact Grand Champion, which if you know anything about Impact's championships, the Grand Championship was like the worst championship. It was just not a good title. But Josh Matthews held it once upon a time. Uh so did Eli Drake at one point, but that's not important. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that set me. It was good. What'd you think of the match? It was a great match. I don't know what anyone was talking about with Zicky Dice's officiating, officiating, whatever. Um, I also want to highlight Gia Miller saying, <laughs> where did Zeke, this ref, the, okay, the crowd chance of this ref sucks. And then she said, license to drive a sandwich. Gia Miller. <laughs> I just be saying stuff, but you also just be saying stuff. <laughs> I like this. For a comedy match, it does exactly what it needs to do. When I first started watching, I was like, I didn't get the Johnny Swinger thing. And Joel, you kept putting them over. And now I'm a believer. I feel like at this point, reward reward the Swinger fans. Reward us. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. We'll just get right into it. Later on in the BTI follow-up segment, 
Swingman rolls Zicky Dice. Sorry, Swingman and Zicky Dice roll into the celebration station, and Swingman's like, "Get a marker. We need to change this up." But now, you know, it's now forty-nine or whatever it was. You know, they're they're at living, and then in comes referee Daniel Spencer, and he says, "I saw the match. I spoke with Santino. The match doesn't count." And then Zicky was told that if he does it again, he'll lose his referee license. So, uh, hey, Cresta could be over before you even think it started. I think that it might be time for Johnny Swinger to get smart, Mark Sterling, because this is systemic. This is uh, ridiculous. And maybe Bully Ray and Nick Aldis are off to something about unsafe, unfair working conditions because I saw a fair match. I don't know what you guys uh, say or see or saw. I also have glaucoma, so I saw a fair match. Yeah, I feel like uh, that last part kind of told the story. Uh, let's jump into Impact main show. Opening up the match. Opening up the matches, I should say, the Exhibition Championship on the line. Trey Miguel defends against Chris Saban. Listen, this was this was a good match. This is a good uh-huh. back and forth match. Honestly, it doesn't even matter. As they get to the end, Saban's rolling into the STF on uh, Trey and then gets him into the cradle shock position when in comes Zachary Wentz. Now, you may have remembered Nash Carter from NXT, who was released not too long ago. And, well, he's back in Impact. The Rascals are back together. At least two out of three of them are. The third one is currently the NXT uh, North American champion. But either way, Zach Wentz shows up. He beats down on uh, Chris Saban. And then Trey Miguel gets into it as well. Rascals are reunited. Crest to start. That makes me feel good. What do you think of the match? And how are you feeling about uh, Wentz and Miguel reuniting? So in my little blips of watching... Uh, impact before. I definitely remember the treehouse. I definitely remember the rascals. Um, I am quite happy for Zachary Wentz. Is that his name? Yes, Zachary Wentz. Make sure I wrote that. I wanted to say Nash Carter. Um, Not to say that I want Wesley to come back because I think he's quite happy or maybe he's doing well for himself, but I wouldn't be opposed to a rascals reuniting. I will also say that I saw on Twitter, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I don't know which one of them tweeted it, but someone said Rascals Forever. And I was like, that's curious. And now it's all coming together. I'm not mad at it. It brings an extra layer to the tag division. And now there's not three of them. So I guess it's just very straight up, straightforward. Um, I don't speak really too much about backstage stuff. And his whole release was messy and muddy. So I'm glad that he's got work. I'm happy that he's working, you know? So good for him. Yes, Chad, I am aware that Myron Reed is also a member of the Rascals, but guess who never showed up on Impact Wrestling as a member of the Rascals? The aforementioned Myron Reed. Uh, Shout out to him, though. He's great. So we have Trey and Wentz back together. And backstage, they say, it's been three years since the Rascals have set foot in Impact. Let me reintroduce you to Zachary Wentz. And Wentz says it was the fans who abandoned Trey Miguel. And then they abandoned Zach Wentz while he went through hell, which honestly kind of plays into what Cresta was just saying, stuff that he went through. Uh, uh-huh. And then he says, now it's only right that the Rascals take what's there. And I like this. I like yeah. serious Rascals. I think that's going to rule. If they do the treehouse, I hope they're just obnoxious about it. But at the end of the day, I want a Rascals tag team that are serious about taking those impact tag titles and give people a run for their money. Uh, I'm, I'm into it. What do you think yeah. of that? Trey Miguel is a fantastic and has been doing fantastic in the X division. I'm not too familiar with Nash Carter, Zachary Wentz, Wentz's um, 
in ring. So I would be quite interested to see how it works, to see how he works rather. But I know from everyone's mouth that the Rascals was one of the the acts of impact. Like you would tune in to see them. And LOL, pothead jokes are funny. And maybe this brings back Rob Van Dam to be their say, <laughs> yeah, their their leader, their seance leader. Don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> but either way, this is this is a really good opportunity. I don't know if they'll play into the Slammiversary match because there is a four-way that was announced, uh, including I'm not I'm not even gonna go off the top of my head. I just know two of the te- two of the teams because they're the ones that matters, and that's the the tag champs ABC Ace of Bays, mm. and of course uh, Moose and Myers who are going to pin a oh, Rich Swan because he's teaming with Sammy Callahan and whoever the fourth team is, they are also going to be a part of this whole thing. Damn, Joel. <laughs> you know, I, I do wonder about the Rascals and ABC because they were all an impact at the same time, maybe not together as a team, but definitely Ace Austin was. So I would like to see the interaction between the, the Rascals now and ABC, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, now that they're in a team and a part of Bullet Club. Fourth team is subculture who are coming back from the UK. Somebody told them Windsor and they thought that they were talking about Essex. So this is another. Got him times two. Got him. Got him every time. Got him every time. <laughs> I don't know what happens every time they keep mentioning these UK names. So you would just go down the the road and like uh, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you put your king on your money. It's all the same. I guess it's the queen at the time. I think it's like two years until the king's going to be on our money. It's not important. We're, we're just talking now. Uh, <laughs> Dobby the Brain Heenan sends a super chat saying the tag division sir, seems like it's getting a whole lot deeper with this reunion. And it's the other four teams in the slam reversary four way for the titles. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's getting deeper. I like where we're going with the, uh, with the tag division. It's needed a restacking, which you and yes. I have talked about quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and getting, getting Trey away from the X division for now is a good call and putting him in the tag division, which needs it is a, is good because he is a versatile performer and bringing back Wentz into the fold only helps when it comes to just impact uh, originality. Plus it avoids Franken teams. It gives authenticity to a tag team. Like I think, Speedball and Gresham would be a great tag team. And Sammy and um, Swan have been teamed together, but they're not really, they're not really, you're not really a team until you got a name like the K <laughs> or the Rascals. So I don't hate it. Uh, not to say I don't hate it. I don't hate them like when you're Franken teaming it, but I'd be more behind the team like the Rascals if they want it, Aces of Bays if they want it, the good hands if they want it. You're at least a team. I've seen you perform together. You're not just two guys thrown together. Yeah, exactly. So let's move on. Trinity and Jay Vidal. Uh, Deanna Prazo is out here on commentary, and she's actually really good about this. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But, uh, of course, Trinity always wanted to do an intergender match. She's mentioned that in, in interviews, and here we are. Uh, a big fan of that. She's getting her wish. Big reaction for Trinity in Atlanta, which I love. People were really into her. And, of course, you know, Jay Vidal then slaps Trinity like uh, she owes him money. So <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and then a big dropkick sell from Vidal. There's some good selling in this match. I like it. Good back and forth. Uh, someone recently put over Jay Vidal to me, and I was just like over the moon happy that they did that because Jay's got so much potential, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, him continue to to progress. Uh, I, I mentioned Deanna Perrazzo on commentary. She says all the ways that she can take out Trinity at Slammiversary, taking out the arms, taking out the legs, mentioning her power moves, all this stuff. And then, of course, Trinity does the Heat Seeker variation that uh, – 
that pile driver through the ropes into the starstruck gets the win over Javid Dahl in a good little match. Post match is what's more important. Giselle Shaw is Van Evans attack Trinity. Deanna leaves commentary, but she kind of saunters around the ring and she takes her sweet time and then finally gets in, takes care of Sean Evans. Uh, that what that was something. I'm I don't want them to necessarily turn Deanna, but I don't mind them using her past as a way to get her a little bit of heat going into this match. What do you think of uh, Trinity and Vidal and the post-match stuff? The in-ring I thought was really good. They had a lot of momentum. The Atlanta crowd absolutely loved Trinity. At one point, have you ever seen Hustle and Flow, Joel? A long-ass time ago, to be honest. Because the crowd was definitely chanting, whoop that trick, <laughs> whoop that. And I was dying. I thought that was really good. Um, Deanna's sauntering makes sense. I'm the champion. You're about to challenge me. I don't even think that was a heel move. I, I don't have to save you. Sorry, sis. I know it's a little of a dickheaded move, if you will, if anything. But realistically speaking, I don't have to save you. I I don't. And why would I save someone who's going to take my title? Yeah, Giselle Shaw is annoying. I can beat up Giselle Shaw. I can beat up all those people in the ring. Can you? And she has. Yeah, quite literally. The only person she has to have a, a pin pin on is Jay Vidal. And even then... Boy, you one step away from a Venus de Milo, so. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on. Backstage with Moose Myers in the good hands. <sighs> so Myers is like, hey, it's anniversary. We're going to team up for those tag titles, Moose. And then Moose is like, yeah, our talents are going to win the tag titles. Not with the good hands, though. Ditch the dead weight. So Myers is like, hey, sure, uh, okay. It's only temporary until after anniversary. And then the good hands are like, what the hell just happened? And Hodge just says, I think we just got jobbed. <laughs> I love it. It's a good segment. It reminded me of, I'm sorry. What? I was going to say, they had another good one later with Santino we'll t- or with uh, Scott DeMore. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Yeah, I was going to say that that segment in particular reminded me of that old commercial. It was a candy commercial where someone ends up taking the candy. He's like, what happened? We got holes, Tommy. We got holes. That's what happened. Y'all got holes by the moose. <laughs> Don't worry. Myers will be back when they're unsuccessful. And then you guys can have the option to tell Myers to get lost. Oh, I'm sorry. You think that this is going to end with Myers and Moose losing at Slammiversary? My apologies. I'm sorry. I don't know anything about wrestling. They are going to absolutely win the tag tops. They're not going to pin Ace of Bays. They're going to win the tag top. They're going to pin Rich Swan. And then it's going to be Moose and Myers holding those tag titles. And then the good hands are going to challenge again. They're not going to necessarily win. They might turn face, but they might challenge after ace of bays got their contractual rematch i don't i don't think i don't want to think i don't want to think that i don't think i don't think i don't think i don't think i joe pearl the biggest heel in the business i it may it, it wouldn't ah boo this guy stinks ah you're right oh oh my god next match next match come on Come on. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations on your new contract, Moose. Uh, Leo Rush takes on Jack Price. I love that they promoted this as Leo Rush's debut on Impact on Access TV because they couldn't say it was Leo Rush's Impact debut since he technically debuted at Multiverse and they don't call that. Uh, it's just a, it was a weird thing. And I'm trying to explain it to somebody earlier. I was actually talking to Gisberto, who does our, our thumbnail. Shout out to him. And he was just like, 
why is it so wordy? And I said, because he had the match at Multiverse, so they couldn't they couldn't lead people astray. Anyway, uh, a good little match. Nothing too important. Roosh, I'm sorry, not Roosh. Leo Rush gets the win. He looks smooth. Jack Price sells very well. Uh, and Rush gets the win with the final hour. What do you think of this match? What do you think of Leo Rush? A lot more happened with him later, but uh, talk about the match. The match was fun. I will say the in-ring was fine. I personally, this is me being... Honest with you guys about my bias, something with me and Leo Rush just doesn't connect. Like, he doesn't wrestle bad, but every time I see him, just like, I don't know. So, I wasn't disinterested. The match was fine, but I don't, I literally have no notes because I don't know. Something about me and Leo Rush, I just, I want to, I truly do, but I don't, I, show me the light, Joel. Like you did with Johnny Swinger, show me the light. No, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from. Leo has had a tumultuous career. Um, I like seeing him wrestle. I like seeing him, I like seeing him do his thing. Mm. He's never really had a character that I've dug into. Yeah, the stuff that he did with Bobby Lashley in WWE to me was entertaining, but it was just obnoxious. And that was the point of the character, which is fine. Uh, a lot of people like to make fun of the fact that Leo continues to leave retire come back but also like i think that's just a stupid trope that people keep digging in on um but it, it does it does weigh on the common wrestling fan you know that enough people yeah. make that joke so like i i get where you're coming from in ring he is so crisp and he is so smooth i'm waiting on and and again from what we saw at the end of the night i'm hoping that we see a leo rush that has a great character Something yeah. that you want to see, and you want to see him get the shit kicked out of him, because that's even what... if he doesn't do that. I just want some personality. I want something out of him, because to me, you've got all the moves, all the things. I just want you to say something that'll make me just be like, okay, I get it. It makes sense. Like I could watch you, but okay. Yep, and and he tried with the man of the hour, the moth gimmick, which like mm -hmm. was fine. I'm just like, I'm waiting for the next one. I'm waiting for the next for the next uh, the next step in, yeah. in you know, Russia's progression. So I get it. And again, there have been other wrestlers that you and I have sat here and said, "I don't get it," and then they turned that corner and they figured yeah. it out. And we've been like, "Great!" So there's an opportunity here, like I keep alluding to at the end of the night. We're going to talk about that when we get there. Um, but there's an opportunity here for him to have a good, not just showing, but a yeah. good. Uh, a good character development. We'll we'll get to that. Speaking of character development, super serious wrestler Dirty Dango, our favorite. Uh, he's, he's asked, "How does it feel to get struck by the cobra?" And he talks about Santino, and he goes back to Santino's early days. He tells a story which has been told before. He wasn't really talking out of school. Like millions of podcasts have talked about this. Uh, the story about Santino when he was in FCW, uh, getting slapped around by Jim Cor Jim Cornette. This has been talked about on on like the Bruce Pritchard podcast. It's been talked about, but then uh -huh. he. He did the, the suing part and insinuating that Santino was moved up to main roster as a way not for him to sue. That part is is the made up part. That's the not as accurate part. Then he mentioned Santino's daughter, who is in WWE. Her name is Ariana Grace. Called her Bianca, which is her shoot name. Uh, and and of course, just did did the Dango serious thing. Uh, and then it was interspersed with someone trying to talk to him and him trying to be cool. I don't know. It was weird. It was another weird promo from Dango. 
before I get to your thoughts, let's just get to the Santino reply because they went right into it. He says, my my hands are tied, but at Slammiversary, Scott Demore comes back to his job. To which I said, wait, what? We'll talk about that in a sec. And he says, this is supposed to be Santino's post-in-ring career, but Dango talks shit, and now he's going to humiliate him at Slammiversary. This is a great, passionate promo. And you know what would have made it 100 times better, Crested Star? What? Not doing that stupid fudging accent. He says, you can't. <laughs> well, I agree. While I agree, it'd be way more awkward if Santino just started speaking normal. You'd be like, yo, who is this? <laughs> you heard him speak normal. We know he can, like, and what can, like, uh, you know how we can get around it? He can say, you're not talking to Santino Morell anymore. You're talking to Anthony Corelli. And and he's been Anthony Corelli on Impact before. That's fair. Like, this isn't something that we don't know about. I just, I sit there and I'm like, this is a really great promo. Imagine if he delivered it without the stupid Italian accent. The fake stupid accent makes it so unbelievable. I liked it. I, I think okay. <laughs> you can't break kayfabe all the time, man. You know that as a longtime Impact viewer. I didn't even know his real name until just now. <laughs> He's been on the show as his original name. Listen, that to me. Okay, it's not real to me, damn it. <laughs> not real to me. But it's so, not real to me. So this is the whole thing. And, I, and I'm going to ask you about the, the Dango stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Like someone points out in the chat, like Dango brought up personal stuff. So why wouldn't you, the wrestler who's being attacked on a personal matter, just be yourself and be the ditch the character at that point? Give me some realism here. Give me something that makes me understand that you are pissed off behind this stupid accent well maybe oh excuse me get it out I don't pay rent maybe he's waiting till after he's done listen if you gotta it don't pay rent <laughs> it just it don't pay rent it's not it's not here for it it maybe after sam anniversary he wants to do something in ring not maybe not full time but for a three week two week push dango along do that storyline and then take a step back then he could get super serious up until then he still has to be the director of authority until scott demore allegedly comes back at slam anniversary but he's got a match but okay i don't want to think i turned my brain off so i could that be that that could be a reasoning and then after that if he wants to be super serious because only dango wants to be super serious it seems if he wants to do it then to me that would make more sense until then i gotta play my part until i've had it this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. 
You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Fine. <laughs> no, I get it. I, no, I, I Listen, I get it. It's just my, my feeling is you, you got personal. Let's... Let's make it more personal. Let's do that. Uh, the Edwards is, 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 is there backstage, and in walks Frankie Kazarian. He's pissed off, said he hit him on purpose in that tag match last week that we didn't really care for. And then uh, they argue for a minute. They talk about their trainer, Killer Kowalski, swear on his grave again. And then Edwards says, your ego is too big, and we're just better off as opponents. And then Kazarian's like, yes, we are. And they walk off, and okay. Killer Kowalski did not die for this, for y'all to be swearing on his grave to lie. He did. That's not That's not what he died for. Stop it. Also, I just find it really funny how y'all are saying, your ego is too big for this. We don't need this. I love a good delusional heel, but come on. Come BFFR. Come on. Be for real. <laughs> so we're just going to a mixed tag. Just announce the mixed tag. Bring in Tracy Brooks. Let's go. The Edwards is, 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 is versus the Kazarians. Is, 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 is. <laughs> Battle of the Dex Baker sends a super chat saying the show was booked for Cresta. Swinger in the main event of BTI. Masha and Kelly are basically married. We're about to talk about that. Minimal Bully Ray on screen. A new Joe Hendry song. Serious Santino and the British are coming. <laughs> Listen, with that Masha and Kelly, I something has changed within me. <laughs> Funny. This is such good shit. If this was the 90s HLA, oh, this is such good shit. This is so good. I don't know if you I, I don't know if you meant to go there. And I don't know if you heard this. We're gonna talk about the HLA comment in a minute. Remind me. Kylie okay. King versus Masha Slamovich. Good back and forth match. King looks tough as nails with Masha. It's good stuff. Taylor Wilde gets involved in the middle. Killer Kelly comes out, chokes out Taylor Wilde with that dog collar chain that they use at the last show. Chokes out Taylor Wilde. Masha hits the snowplow on on Kylan King, gets the win. The post-match is what matters. Kelly ties the chain around her neck. Masha does the same. 
we have a tag team, Crested Star, a very, very horny tag team. And going back to your HLA comment, someone in the crowd 100% was chanting it. One guy, one, just one guy, but they were chanting it. So your 90s wish isn't too far off because there are a bunch of people who are feeling a certain way about oh. this killer tag team. This is Rhea Ripley all over again, bisexual panic! Ah! <laughs> this is, okay, horny jokes aside, this is really good because these are two stiff women. The match too, let's talk about the match first before I get into all my soapbox. Nobody really manhandles Kylan King. And when she put Kylan King in the snowplow, Kylan King is like nine feet nine. Bro, what are you doing? Kylan King even started off a match with a pump kick to Masha's face. Ugh, the match itself was stiff. But I think Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich have a chemistry in the ring where these two are stiff. I love to see them wrestle. I'm excited to see them as a tag team. But let's be for real here. Come on now. Wrestling is a very visual sport. No matter how you feel about it, good, bad, big, small, I'm looking. And you know that I'm looking. And because I'm looking, I am going to watch. I am invested. And sometimes, sometimes it just happens. Sometimes it just happens. This is this is the second time this has happened in two years. And I'm upset. Not really. And I. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you something that makes me very sad. Okay. So. Kate had mentioned during the crossover, or actually maybe it was during the Ring of Honor review. Go check that out, by the way. It was earlier in the video. Don't 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 go now. Go afterwards. Or if you're in audio form, to, to download the other one. Anyway, she mentioned that she got to interview Trish Dora, uh, who is wonderful. Now, I had plans to interview Masha Slamovich again because I haven't spoken to her since she lost the GCW World Championship. Uh, I spoke to her first when she won it, the day after she won it. I had plans to talk to her about this very tag team because a lot of people would like to know what are we doing here? <laughs> what is I'm this? here for the ride. I don't even know. I don't care. I know. I know. And I want to get her on the record. I need to know what are we doing? Um, unfortunately, the show that we were at in Toronto called Girls Next Door, uh, Masha was unable to make it because of some travel issues because she was coming straight from Atlanta. And mm. so there was some flight delays. By the way, shout out to Shaza McKenzie, who has been literally sitting in an airport all day dealing with delays. She's another one who, who keeps getting screwed by the, uh, by the Jesus airline. Christ, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. So anyway, uh, I, I wanted to talk to Masha about that, but unfortunately, we're not able to. Maybe down the line, but uh, this, this Killer Kelly-Masha Slamovich pairing is great. The Kinky Redheads, as someone mentioned in the chat. There's got to be a better name for them, but... Uh, um, leave it in the comments after after we go off the line, uh, off the air. PG thirteen, please. I know how y'all give it up. Come on, elude. Be creative. True, but also Kyler has to deal with those, not me. So whenever you leave, it's all good. A very horny tag team. That's all. <laughs> they, Bonk. they air a very lengthy Scott Demore promo, which is very good. Let's talk about the interview. They mentioned uh, Gia Miller mentions that Darren McCarty is going to be the special guest enforcer for. <laughs> A tag team match with Bully and Macklin. And when it was announced, honestly, I, I just threw up the Fightful Overbook logo because I know what this match is going to be. It's going to be a wreck and it's going to be hilarious. Um, and Scott Demore just replies, 
I don't know why he's there. He's not going to be following any rules. <laughs> and then the good hands walk in and they start blaming Scott Demore. They say that uh, this all started when Scott hit that Canadian destroyer at sacrifice when Darren McCarty also showed up. Uh, and Scott says, well, I can't wrestle you now because my agreement is only to wrestle at Slammiversary and only at Slammiversary. So instead, it's going to be the good hands versus PCO two on one next week. Uh, what do you think of the promo video? There was a lot of content in there. And what did you think of uh, the interview with Gia Miller afterwards? The fact that he didn't even bring up his son, Joe Pearl, criminal. It explains why you're the biggest heel in the business. I see your villain origin story. Secondly, I did not know he invented the Canadian Destroyer. For the life of me, I thought that was Petey Williams. Well, here we are. I learned something today. Scott Demore back in the day? Okay. I see you, Buzz Daddy. I did not know what he looked like back in the day. It also made me look up PCO back in the day. Okay. I see you. So I'm excited to see what Scott Demore does. This is going to be a schmoz fest, like you said. We complain about Bully Ray matches until they come until I'm like, all right, this is great anarchy. I'm here for it. I'm excited. I'm also a little scared. They're like, this is the first time I think they said he wrestled like seven years. No, that, I don't think that was the number, but they said it's like the first time he's wrestled in a very long time. And I'm like, okay, Scott Demore. The fact that he still invented the Canadian Destroyer is still blowing mine. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's uh, it's not too far off, and that's going to be the high spot. It's going to be the cane. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for him to do that to bully. I want I want to do uh, an interview with Darren McCarty in the weeds, and I think we're we're working on that. So uh, Jeremy and I, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern, over on Fightful Overbooked, we uh, we get in the weeds. A lot of interviews have been happening lately, but you want to get the notes on those interviews. You want to get all the info that you need. You can subscribe to Fightful Select, the best five bucks in the business. There is so much content. You know who's, you know what? Sean Ross Sapp this week, he's in jolly old England. He, he, <laughs> pip, pip, he, pip, pip, he, he's out, he's out trying to, to find Nick Aldis, but Nick Aldis is across, <laughs> across the pond. So instead, we've got Sean Ross Sapp being Sean Ross Nick Aldis. Anyway, so while, while Sean is, is over in the UK, he's still getting a lot of scoops for Money in the Bank and a ton of other things. He dropped the uh, the CM Punk is going to appear at the collision tapings tonight. And by the way, Punk did. He, he didn't wrestle, but he was on the show. Uh, it wasn't fully advertised. So he was there tonight. We have more on the Brian Danielson injury coming out of Forbidden Door. What's changed? What's going on? You want to know when Blood and Guts is happening? Well, AEW dropped it last night. That is going to happen on July 19th. But we had it earlier on BibleSelect.com. Along with interview notes from all your favorites, the first Fuego del Sol interview, we dropped that today on the main channel, but if you want the interview notes, go to FIFOSelect.com. We dropped those early along with any interview you see. What else is there? Money in the Bank scoops we talked about. Grab City, they did their Q&A today, so that's there. Uh, Jimmy Van and I are supposed to do a Q&A. We'll probably do it next week, to be honest with you, but you get all that and all of the sour graps. You get coexisting with Rob and Maggie. You get the, what do you get? You get the, the, the backstage report, which this week was done by the two Robs. They do a good job. So good job, Robs. Good job, Robs. Nah. It should be in between two Robs, like in between two ferns. You guys can have that for free. That's the one I'm going to go with, between two Robs. But they, that's too close to between two beards over at our pals in Love Wrestling. But anyway, not important. They are. They, love Wrestling is important, but <laughs> calling it that, whatever. You know what? Fightful Select, best five bucks in the business. If you haven't subscribed yet, go subscribe now. That's my pitch. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I liked it. I, I'm interested. If I didn't already spend $5 on FIFO, I'd spend another $5 on FIFO. You should spend the $5 that I would spend on FIFO on FIFO. There you go. Um, Bing? No, sorry. I got a got ahead of myself folks get your super chats in, get your humper chats in because you know what we're gonna keep talking about it we're almost down the home stretch yuya yumura versus kenny king technically this is our main event match of the night uh joe hendry is seen in the production truck getting some footage queued up which makes matt raywald very nervous throughout the match uh i do like the beginning where kenny king is using the referee to go around and then do a cheap shot on on yuya yumura some good heel shit coming out of that Yuya has really good, believable comeback. I love that stuff. Uh, King eventually wins with the Royal Flush, and then post-match Joe Hendry appears, <laughs> says he appreciated King and Gene interrupting his match last week, so he's going to help out this week by celebrating a new music video on the career of Kenny King. <sighs> I'm going to be honest, Cresta. This one was great, but it wasn't his best. Mill Stripper. As revealed on the sessions with Renee Paquette, once upon a time, it's true. Kenny King was a male stripper, part of Chippendales. What do you think of the match with Yuya and King? And what do you think of the post-match with the new song from Joe Hendry? I'm not going to hold you. I disrespected that match because once I saw Joe Hendry in the truck, all I could think of, oh, Yuya about to get squashed because Kenny King about to get lit up after this match. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. The match itself was fine. I enjoy Sheldon Jean doing what Kenny King was doing in Honor No More. I see you pimping. You're not sneaky. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, was this Joe Hendry's best work? No. <laughs> but it was funny. But at the same time, sex work is real work, and you shouldn't be making fun of strippers. <laughs> but also, where did you find that picture Kenny King? <laughs> Joe Hendry violates every time he does his song. Even if you've seen his work on the indies, where he was making fun of... Uh, uh, Scotty Suhadi, he's the worst, best. So uh, I hate to say this. When Joe Hendry loses his title, he has every bit of it coming because you're you're kind of a bully. <laughs> He'll never lose that title. What are you saying? I mean, hopefully not. Now, I'm going to be hurt, aghast, appalled when he loses it. However, in the long list of crappy things you've done, you've called a man a stripper. You told someone that his wife should leave him because he's playing with toys. <laughs> Joe Hendry, you're, even in your vignette, you took some man's inheritance. I, I'm questioning if you're the good guy. <laughs> hey, man, listen. Listen. Joe Hendry is a good guy. He's a great guy. You say his name and he appears. You got to believe in Joe Henry. I believe. Good. Therefore, he's a good guy. That's true. Listen, I am blind. I will justify. I'm one of those heel commentators. If Joe Henry turned heel and hit Josh Matthews today, I'd be like, wow. Well, Josh Matthews did have that thing to say. That was, I'm an apologist. I'm an apologist. See? Exactly. You get it. I'm not going to be an apologist for this, though. Nick Aldis comes out. It's time for him to explain <laughs> His actions. What's so people said? have been no. That's the backstage one that I'm trying Sorry. to get a job with. By the way, Scott, hire me, please. I know that this isn't the company that does the nepotism thing, but please consider it for me. Dad. I mean, Jimmy Jacobs is injured. He got a super kick, and now he's super in the super space. I no, you messed that one up. 
gonna... hire Joe Pearl. Hire Joe Pearl. You don't gotta hire Cressa, but you gotta hire Joe Pearl. Yeah, that's true. So Nick Aldis comes out and he says people have been demanding an explanation from him for his actions from two weeks ago, and then I am gonna tell you. He says, and he invites Alex Shelley down to the ring so he can say it to his face, Alex Shelley style. Yes, Alex Shelley style. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I had a good, I had a good joke there, and I'm not gonna say it. Uh, and then uh, out comes Alex Shelley. And uh, Nick Aldis says, you, you knocked Jimmy Jacobs into next Wednesday. That was the line, which when I heard it, I laughed so hard. I'm expecting <laughs> to see him on Dynamite. I'm expecting it. I'm expecting it. <laughs> if he's holding the microphone for someone else, I, I will be so upset at you, Jimmy Jacobs. Turn it on I'm your not. girl like that. I'm not. Jeff Jarrett, get your money. Girl, get your money. <laughs> Jimmy Jacobs and Jeff Jarrett. Let's go. The double J's. I am into it. Okay. I'm, I'm back into it now. Back to the promo. Nick Aldis points his seats out in the crowd for Alex Shelley to go sit in. And Shelley says, sure, I'll sit with them. It's an honor to sit with the Impact fans. And he says, the reason why I turned on you is because you wouldn't let me do my part in the 10-man tag. The Motor City Machine Gun stopped me from entering the match, and you embarrassed me. That's the gist of it. That Chris Saban got too full of himself. He says that there was a fake, he calls Alex a fake revolutionary on a slick propaganda campaign to mischaracterize and malign all this. And then he says, don't get butt hurt. These, these were his words. He does say, don't be butt hurt. This eloquent man starts going on about getting butt hurt. <laughs> that he won the world title before Alex Shelley, or don't get butt hurt that he was being endorsed by the likes of Ric Flair, Harley Race, and Dory Funk Jr. And Aldous says, I'm here to stop Alex Shelley from taking wrestling to a dark and nasty place. So at Slammiversary, the transitional reign is over. Aldous is going to humiliate Alex Shelley. Shelley says, hey, shut up, and I'm going to come and shut you up. And then they brawl at ringside until uh, Aldous gets the better of it, does some cheap tactics, and then out comes Chris Saban to make the save. And as we are getting down the end of the show, Leo Rush comes out of nowhere, takes out Chris Saban. Looks like Aldis and Rush are going to team up as they hit the Motor City Machine Guns with their respective singles titles. Rush holds up the X Division title. Aldis holds up the world title. And they leave together. So there we go. Uh, Cressa, what do you think of this uh, main event segment with Aldis and everybody else around it? I'm going to tell you the exact moment I turned my brain off in the all this uh, promo comes out to the match and starts talking about this unsafe working environment. And I turned my brain off. I was half heartedly expecting I'm going I'm to give y'all my straight up me being honest. I was half heartedly expecting him to come out there, be serious and I guess be a heel. Give Give some sort of credence to I'm not Brutus Magnus. I'm not that guy. I'm a different guy. I'm serious about it. But then he started doing that. I was like, oh, the British are coming. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. But then I started to care again because it makes sense in the sense of <laughs> I have a sound clip I would like to play for you, Joe Pearl. If we're all thinking this. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> when he eventually pinned Shelly, we'll take it because, oh, boo, this guy is a jerk. Boo. Now, whoever the next baby face is, It'll look great because Aldis, you jerk. It wasn't connecting with you as a face. Let's let's be for real. It just it was giving. I'm too good for this, but I don't know this. I would have rather you cut that promo as a face <laughs> than whatever that was. Because calling people butt hurt, 
I'm gonna say it. Where are you getting? Where are you getting promo advice from? Jungle Boy, please stop. Don't ever do that again. Don't ever do that again. I, I don't. Don't ever do that again, bro. So, the one thing I thought about when he went that way was that Aldis was so communicative not communicative he was so wordy and he was so uh-huh. verbose and he had all the right words but the crowd was starting to throw him off and he kept trying to stop the crowd and be like excuse me i'm talking or excuse me you know pay attention to me to the point where he got so frustrated that he lost his words and then he started to use words like butt hurt so he the story the promo from the heart at that point well that's the thing he he started having to speak the way he would he the true nick aldis was coming out it was the real Nick Aldis. It was it was the one who is just pissed off at the fans and isn't actually this dapper dress suit wearing type of guy. He's just like he wants to be t-shirt and jeans, but that's never been Nick Aldis, uh, at least outwardly. So mm-hmm. now he's just like I'm saying butthurt because I'm so thrown off by the crowd. Maybe I'm reading way too into it, and maybe someone's going to tell me that I'm on the right track. I don't know, but to me, thinking about it. It would make sense. He's getting thrown off. He's getting pissed off. And then he ends up fighting with Alex Shelley when typically he'd just be like, no, we'll save it for the ring. Yeah. I will also say Leo Rush coming out. I'm not mad. If this is foreshadowing what's going to happen with the Motor City Machine Guns, yikes. Come on, three-week push. See you at Slammiversary, nerds. However, I'm not mad at it because Motor City Machine Guns, like I've said before, is one of those tag teams, both of them as a team and individually. If they win or they lose – Everyone's better for it. I don't necessarily agree with putting a title on Leo Rush right away. At least not the X division. I could see you taking it off of Joe Hendry, and I wouldn't be mad about that. But Alex Shelley and Chris Saban literally just won their titles, and I feel like Aldis is a super credible threat, and I think Aldis is going to take it off of Shelley. If I'm being honest with you, I don't want it, but I think that's legitimately going to happen. Well, the S on the show was Ultimate X over at Slammiversary. It's going to be Speedball, Mike Bailey, Jonathan Gresham, Kushida, Kevin Knight, and Alan Angels. Uh, looking forward to Angels showing out. I think this might be his match to win for uh, for Ultimate X. And then, of course, the winner of Ultimate X gets an X Division Championship match whenever they want it. Uh-huh. Speaking of which, Leo Rush and Chris Sabin looks like it's on for Slammiversary. They did post a video afterwards uh, from Chris Saban effectively saying it's happening. And that's a match that honestly is going to be great. I just hope that they tell the story effectively and let Leo Rush have some sort of character that's not just chip on my shoulder. I'm pissed off man of the hour. Yeah. I mean, the man of the hour, I think there is so much to do with. There's so much that you can do with it, rather. And I'm hoping that being across from someone like a Chris Saban will really bring it out of you. I I really want to connect more with Leo Rush, but I would hate for him to get a new lease on life or wrestling, whatever it is, an impact, and the fans still be like, that would suck. That would suck at the cost of Leo Rush and at the cost of Chris Saban. So I know I trust Impact with people's stories, telling something new, reinventing them. I've seen what you've done for Angels or what you're trying to do with Angels, what you've done for Khan, what you're doing for Trinity, what you've done even for Steve Macklin. So I know it's possible. So I have faith. I'm going to put all my I can't get behind them aside to say I will give you a fair shot here in Impact because I think you can do it. I know you can do it. You have it in you. I just want there to be some sort of connection. The Motor City Machine Guns are the right ones to bring it out. Earlier this week on Fightful Select, we reported that Mickey James is very close to returning. That it's an imminent return. There's 
you know, going back to earlier, what we talked about at the beginning of the show, George Iceman saying, is there someone who put him up to this, put Nick Aldis up to this? I wouldn't be surprised if Nikki, if Mickey James is part of this, uh, a heel Mickey James seems to be where we're going. Nick Aldis already firmly heel. Mickey James never presented the title to Deanna Perazzo that she was supposed to at Rebellion. Now we can pick up that story with Mickey saying, I want the title I never lost. She'll come in hot as a baby face and then she'll be possibly beat Deanna by underhanded means or Trinity. If Trinity wins the, uh, the knockouts title. And now we've got all this in Deanna or sorry, not all this in Mickey James as a, a heel power couple. Cause remember we talked about this being the Macklin and Deanna Perrazzo power couple, uh-huh. but they were on opposite sides of the spectrum. Now we've got all this in James. We can make them a heel power couple that would work. I could see that. I could also see it being where if Mickey does come back, let's say Perazzo loses to Trinity, which is what I think is going to happen. That's just me. That's just me. I could see it going out of the way, but I would like it if Trinity won. Mickey comes back, has beef with Perazzo. How I, you didn't even lose it, and then you lost it. How dare you? You guys beef for a while to keep her and Trinity separate, and then whenever that's done, then if Trinity's still here or if she decides to stay then you could do a long, lengthy program because someone like Mickey James, especially with the last rodeo, I think she brings so much depth to that roster. And having someone like her go against Trinity, but Trinity has to win. That's just me. Trinity has to win that one unless she's leaving. Then hardcore country. Then I'm back on the rodeo. <laughs> I love it. Uh, then that's, that's it back for June 29th. Uh, I think there's a lot of meat on the bone. I think we're getting closer to Slammiversary. Well, I know that we are. That shows in two weeks. We will have a post show. That's going to be a fun one because uh, Steven Jensen should be joining us for that one. I don't think I'm going to Windsor. That is a far further commute than London. That's about a three hour drive. I could fly and it takes about an hour, but I don't know if anyone wants to foot the bill for me. Uh, instead, I'll just beat up Steve Macklin in August. How's that? You are tough, but I want to be the special guest ref. I'm a Zicky Dyson. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I'll bring you with. Uh, until then, Crest the Star, tell them what you got going on. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here every Thursday with myself and Joe Pearl. I am here talking about Impact Wrestling. Saturdays, I'm typically on the Collision Show with Rick and Iridian, sometimes Sean Ross at this Saturday. I will not be there, so it'll be Iridian, Rick, and Sean, I think, if Sean is back. Uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you can find me over on Twitch and TikTok at Crest the Star. I am live going over... Raw, Dynamite, SmackDown, and Rampage. There's a lot of wrestling that I watch, Jesus Christ. If that was a lot of information, Cresta the Star on Twitter. There's a link tree in my bio. Follow me on all forms of social media. I think I got this one out in a reasonable amount of time. Joe Pearl, where can they find you at? First of all, I don't think Sean's going to be on the AW Collision Post Show because Money in the Bank is this Saturday. <laughs> well, it's just Rick and Iridian, baby. <laughs> It might just be, you know what? That's fine. It's a taped episode of Collision. It might not be as important. We'll find out. But either way, uh, I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. I get in the weeds with Jeremy Lambert every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday over at Fightful Overbooked. Joel and Kate at 8 on Fightful Overbooked every Sunday evening. And, of course, Crest and I are here every Thursday on the main doing the post-impact show. Come and check us out. We're a good time, I guess. We we do we talk a lot. We, just, we do stuff. We do stuff. Yeah, we do some stuff. Uh, until next time, uh, you know, ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you in the next one. See Cheers. you, nerds.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.